<laughs> okay, uh, let's start this again. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things pro wrestling and other things as well as I am looking at my TV and this election still still is going the path to 270 feels like uh 10 years from now we'll find out who is the president we'll find out if Donald Trump will successfully sue the United States <laughs> this is amazing people this is amazing. Um, there's never been an election like this before. And um, I think everybody in America can agree on that we're just ready for this to be over. I've seen a lot of Trump supporters say, oh, um, yeah, stop the count. Their ch- chance of stop the count. Stop this. Stop that. Let's do this. Let's do that. No, shut up. Um, I think if, if y'all would have... Um, not been so racist um it just shows maybe america maybe we have more not so yeah maybe america's not as racist as uh as we all thought or maybe uh maybe we are and i'm i'm not gonna lie not everybody that's a trump supporter is racist people um they they just feel their you know, everything he's done for the country as far as, since he's a businessman, everything he's done as far as uh, get us money, save us money, um, that's what it's more about. Because um, I really don't think everybody that supports him are racist. I, I do not believe in that theory. I just like pushing people's buttons. That's why my wife, she hates me. <laughs> but yeah, people, um, it's it, it's a uh, you know, Trump saying mail and ballots, the mail ballots, they're uh, rigged and all this. We can't forget what he did at Hillary with the with the uh with the votes back in twenty sixteen. So maybe it's karma here to collect her debt and saying Trump. You ran your luck out. Maybe this is this is it, people. I mean, there, I can't I can't um sugarcoat it anyway. I can't go left or right with this. This is what is probably come down to, right? Um. I mean, who knows when we find another president? Like, when we find out who is the president. I mean, we could find out tonight, just like we could find out next month, you know? Um, So, this is uh, definitely exciting. I mean, I think all, every, I think most of the states, they're all in the 90%. Uh, expected vote in. Um, I know I forgot who was. I seen one was like at eighty eight percent. Um, they're not showing up right now though. But you know, Biden Biden's so close to winning it. He just wins one of these. Um, I know there's one that only has four. You only get four electoral votes. So there, you're like, all right. Uh, but um, there's there's one that's like 16 and all that. I think um, Pennsylvania's I think is a huge one. We'll see how that one goes. But I think they're gonna count all the votes, even if Biden hits 270 before Trump. You know, um, Georgia's another huge huge one. Biden and Trump are tied at with 99 percent in. Um, Donald Trump's winning North Carolina as well. Um, So, you know, Nevada's at 93%. Uh, 
Um, <clears throat> I guess that Pennsylvania is at 96%, and Joe Biden is winning that one by a hair. Um, Arizona is at 97%, and Joe Biden is winning Arizona as well. I'm not going to be surprised. I actually thought, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I thought that uh, Trump would fairly win this easily. I mean, you never know, he might still win it. I just, I really thought he would win it because I just did not see Joe, I really did not think Joe Biden was going to do this good. And he is, He, you know, even if he loses to Trump, right, you still, you still got to say, wow, he opened up a lot of ears and, eye, and, uh, and eyes, you know, um, so, well, uh, We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but enough of that crap. Not enough of that stupid stuff. Let's talk about some pro wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. What I love to talk about. Um, oh man. And don't forget tonight's um AEW full gear. Um, definitely gonna be watching that tonight. I'm gonna have on my AEW shirt, and I will be watching AEW full gear tonight. It's gonna be a very exciting um pay-per-view. It's going to be a great pay-per-view at that. All the stories and everything, we'll get into that, Um, but it's going to be great. It is going to be great. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about <laughs> Monday Night Raw. <sighs> Here we go. Here we go, people. <clears throat> Alright, um, so Orton and McIntyre are far from done, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Orton opened up the show on Monday Night Raw, you know, stating why he is the best, why he is no longer the legend killer. He is just simply a legend. Whew. Um, you know, as Orton kept talking or whatever, um, <clears throat> Alexa Bliss music, her hit, uh, her hit, well, uh, it hit, she came out, she answered the ring, um, she held up gloves saying, play in pain, before dropping the play hand and saying, uh, he could be here instead of the fiend, but, Drew McIntyre snuck into the ring to hit a claymore before daring Orton to give him a rematch. Then the Miz ran, ran to the ring with the Money in the Bank contract, calling out a referee before Miz could cash in. McIntyre ran back to the ring and took out Miz and John Morrison, telling them that he is the only man who will take the WWE Championship from Orton. Um, you know, before I continue... um. You know, this is all good peaches and cream. Um, but uh and which I like. I mean you got the fiend involved. You got you got Orton, the Fiend, you got the Miz, with help from John Morrison and that money in the bank contract, and you have Drew McIntyre. I mean, you don't know who's gonna take the title from Orton. And I love that. I do love that. Cause I mean I mean if you do the Fiend and the Or and Orton off the gate, you're like, mm, I don't know, the fiend, the fiend. I don't know how WWE would be able to pull that off, right? Um, I mean, then you look at, I mean, and I have a few suggestions how you can pull. It. Well, one in particular. Um, and then you got Drew McIntyre. He's not gonna win it back anytime soon that I know of. Um, right? Then you look at, look at the Miz. The Miz. He could win it whenever. So, who knows? Who knows? And don't get me wrong. Jim McIntyre could win it. Like, look at it from this circumstance, right? It's Drew, Mc Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton at TLC for the WWE Championship. They're going back and forth, <clears throat> right? Bang, 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 right? And then you hear, I came to play. There's a price to pay. 
I came to play. Right. Uh, he catches it in. That's the triple threat match. It's a triple threat match for the WWE Championship. Oh no! It looks like the Miz, the Miz is gonna become WWE Championship. Skull Crusher finale on Randy Orton. One, two. Oh no! Drew McIntyre interrupts it. Drew McIntyre hits the Claymore on the Miz. He hits another one on Orton. And one, two, three. Ding 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 ding. Ding. I don't know. I'm not an expert yet on Drew McIntyre's entrance. But then, and the new WWE champion, Drew McIntyre. Don't think it's going to happen like that, people. <laughs> but, because I would like to see the Miz have a run with the championship. <clears throat> I would like to see that. So, but, yeah. That's not bad creative. That's not bad creative. I don't think. Right? And then we have Drew McIntyre defeating The Miz and John Morrison via pinfall. Um, I like that, actually, The Miz and Morrison, they dominated much of the match. That was... um. Very good. I like to see that McIntyre did it squash him. I was very happy to see that. I really was. Um, but, you know, McIntyre, you know, he made a comeback. And, you know, he uh, he beat uh, the Miz and John Morrison, obviously. But as McIntyre was celebrating his victory, victory, sorry, Orton ran into the ring and hit an RKO. But the fiend's laugh echoed through the arena as the show went off the air. I'm telling y'all, watch out. This story between these four men <clears throat> is going to be a great story. And this might be something that can you can have leading up to the Royal Rumble. Unless the do. If they're going to do Randy Orton versus Edge at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship, okay. But then, when does the Miz cash in? Unless. That's how you start the feud to the road to WrestleMania between Randy and Edge. You have the Miz. I mean, you have Edge beat the crap out of Randy Orton. Spear him. In the middle of the ring, and out comes the Miz. One, two, three. The Miz is the new champ. Could have something like that, but I mean, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, there's a lot of variables that can come into it. I mean, if you want to add the fifth guy, you could, because yeah, Edge really will be in there. Um, I mean, if you're gonna give me and after after WrestleMania, you're gonna give me Edge as the, our WWE champion on Monday Night Raw. I'm not complaining about it. <clears throat> Just have have good stories and have Randy be credible and be able to hold that title till then. But like I said, you can also have the Miz win it for a month or two and then drop it back to Randy. You could do that as well. Um, but we'll see. There's a lot of things that can happen. We got to see if Edge will be able to stay healthy. Will he be able to return in time? Um, I mean, he's supposed to, but like I said, we, excuse me, we will see. We will see. Um, Braun Strowman joins Team Raw. Um, <clears throat> So now, um, WWE can't find anybody to beat Braun Strowman's opponent for Monday Night Raw to see if Braun Strowman can qualify to be on <clears throat> Team Raw, right? <laughs> and, um, Adam Pearce came out, you know, and that's what he, he said. They couldn't find nobody for you, Strowman. Uh, I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling my job lately. I don't know. Um, and Sheamus and Lee both offer to fight Strowman. 
which led Styles to suggest a triple threat match. Also, um, nobody knows who's really the team captain. AJ Styles declared himself as the team captain, but uh, Lee and Sheamus didn't agree with it. Strowman comes out says, I'll be in Team Raw, I'll be the team captain. Adam Pearce says, no, I'll be the team captain. Vince McMahon comes out, oh no, this isn't good. I'm, I'm, I'm worthy of it. I can do this. Yeah. And then the writers are in the back like, no, Vince McMahon, no, you can't do this, sir. You're like 80 years old. You can crack your ribs. And he's like, oh no, I got this. I got this. Oh, don't worry. They haven't seen nothing yet. Them guys at AEW got, oh, wait till I get my hands on Tony Khan at Survivor Series. And and they're like, sir, uh, I think you're thinking about NXT. Oh, man. No, no, that's not right. Uh, that's, that's some good, you know what? That's some good stuff. <laughs> Anyways, people. So, Marshall does defeat Keith Lee and Sheamus via pinfall. Um, um, they tried to get uh, McIntyre to join Team Raw, but he politely refused the offer. Um... You know, Strowman, <clears throat> Strowman was telling Lee, let's put our differences aside or whatever. And then uh, shortly after, he hugged, him and Seamus hugged, but then um, Seamus turned and hit a bro kick, knocking Strowman from the ring. Um, yeah, like a, a bra broke out. So, between all members. So, uh, Team Raw is looking real. They're looking real good. They're looking like the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Just a functional. Just a functional. And it's all because of their second coming of Jameis Winston quarterback. Oh, did I say that? Um, <clears throat> Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss hosted a Firefly Funhouse segment that is right. That was right. Um, Bliss, uh, she did a magic trick during this during the Firefly Funhouse segment, where she uh, appeared to spit blood from her mouth, obviously from her mouth. Um, she was also confronted by Nikki Cross later in the show, but Cross was scared off when Bliss looked up at her with glowing eyes. I wonder if they're going to add more people to um, Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss. Like, be like a faction of some sort, you know? Um, or an army, who knows? We'll see. I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see how how they do um, this whole Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt for the next uh, few months. And if they just continue it overall, that'd be good. I mean, because Alexa Bliss, you can always keep her as this character. You can have actually two sides, like you have with Bray Wyatt. All right. Um, and if not, maybe you just want this one side of her, and that's perfectly fine too. Because at the end of the day, guys, all you have to really do when when we're talking about this, all you have to do is just have Alexa Bliss doing these great things. Alexa Bliss is gold, and we're seeing it right now. We, we in our years, never thought we would see something like this from Alexa Bliss. And she's pulling it off perfectly. All when we, Just when we thought it could be somebody like Nikki Cross. I'm going to tell you right now, Nikki Cross wouldn't be able to pull something like this off. I'm sorry, she would not. Now, it coming from Alexa Bliss, when we never thought it could happen like this, and it's happening, and it's gold is better than ever. That's, I think that's what uh, has more people invested in it. And I mean, they have the right to be. They have the right to be. Yeah, uh, Jeff Hardy defeated Elias in a guitar on a pole match. 
Um, Elias took a shot to the nose that he drew a little blood early in the match. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm so uninterested in this uh, feud. Don't think stuff like this needs to happen. At least if you're gonna have a guitar on a pole match, you tell a story, you, you get us living up to it, and you can have it at TLC. So yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Women's tag team championships were on the line. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler defeated Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke via pinfall to retain the titles. Um, and here we go, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, sit down, grab your popcorn, because this, this is what happens on Raw after every uh, Nia Jack segment or match. Um, ladies and gentlemen, grab your popcorn, sit down, and get ready for another weekly episode segment of Dr Samoan Drop Lana Through the Table. Samoan Drop Lana Through the Table. That's right, uh, another another week of Lana getting Samoan dropped through the announce table. Kind of feel bad for Lana. Eh, not really. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Bobby Lashley defeated R-Truth via submission. Um, and then the 24-7 championship changed hands when Drew Gulag defeated R-Truth to win the title. Um, which was kind of weird. Uh, Gulak tried to run in after the match and pin true for the 24-7 title. But Lashley, Lashley slammed him, locked him in the hurt lock. Then Lashley threw Gulak's unconscious body on top of truth for the pin. Wow. There you go, people. <clears throat> The Hurt Business, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin defeated the New Day via pinfall in a non-title match. Oh, boy. That's good, though. Actually, I'm happy that, you know, the Hurt Business is looking as good as looking, you know. Actual faction that doesn't get buried. Ricochet defeated Tucker Knight via pinfall. I don't People, if you don't know who Tucker Knight is, that's Tucker, Otis's former tag team partner, and he got buried in like three minutes. I, it's sad. I don't, I don't know what's going on. People, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I do not know what's going on. Um, I mean, hopefully this is just building up to a better story, but I kind of, I kind of like feel like it won't and it's not. So I'm just going to stay quiet about this one. All right. Um, let's talk about AEW Dynamite results. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, Ortiz and Sammy Guevara versus MJF and Ward Lowe. Alright. We had MJF and Ward Lowe defeat Guevara and Ortiz. Um... So, people, um, Chris Jericho, um, to kick off the broadcast, you heard him call MJF soft, um, we also, you know, he put over Ortiz's tenacity and toughness long enough for him to eat a big spine spine buster by Warlow, um, I mean, this was amazing. It was an uh, absolutely amazing match segment. Jericho definitely put this over. Um, but after the match, MJF ambushed Jericho at the announced pos position. 
and pounded away at him, showing the intensity that the demo god had demanded out of him earlier. That's right. Um, cannot wait to see what happens here. This is going to be great. On my Saturday night, when it's Chris Jericho versus MJF, they might tear the house down. They might just tear the house down, people. Um, I mean, we'll see. Uh, it's going to be good, though. It, was, it is going to be good. Um, then you had Trent versus Miro. Um, Miro defeated Trent. Um, this is all right. Um, <laughs> this was a one-sided match, but it went on for a little too long. Um, <clears throat> you know, I've already acknowledged my disappointment. Um, and and uh, Miro, I haven't really seen much. Maybe it's just too soon for us to see anything of that. Um, and hopefully things change along the way. So, hopefully, people. Um, the Young Bucks versus Private Party. Alright. Um, the Young Bucks defeated Private Party. This was a great match. And, you know, after the match as well, the great, great segment where uh, FTR hit the ring and attacked uh, the Young Bucks. And, um... As it looked like the team was gonna <clears throat> damage the ankle of Matt, uh, Hangman Page made the save, followed by Kenny Omega. Then the tent stare down ensued ahead of their match Saturday. So it's gonna be telling the card, the card for full gear is intense. You wait. Excuse me. Wait till you guys see it. Alright. Face-to-face Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. That's right. If there was any physicality in this... In this... uh, In this segment, uh, there would be a cancellation to their match for this Saturday. But there wasn't. This this was great, people. This was probably the moment of the night. Um, This right here. Boxing and Kingston, oh my goodness, when I tell you, when I tell you, I'm watching this, I'm like, I couldn't tell if this was, if this was a storyline or if this was real life, and I'm not lying to y'all, I was like, oh my lord, I'm just, you know, I'm in shock, I'm like, wow, I'm just watching this, and, you know, they're all in each other's faces, nose to nose. I'm I'm like, oh, whoa. I'm like, hey, man, you know, there's COVID-19 around. And I'm like, Kingston, don't you be trying to kiss my man Mox. Which he didn't. I'm glad that would have. But, no, nah, this was it was great. It was great. Um, and then you have video package from Pac as well. Come on, man. What made this even, like. I'm getting goosebumps from from saying it is when when uh Kingston told Moxley you're gonna have to kill me. You're going to have to kill me. So we'll see people. Man, I can't, I cannot wait, y'all. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Like, I'm, I know this match is going to be hard hitting. This is going to be blood. Oof. Watch out, y'all. Watch out. Um, Red Velvet versus Nyla Rose. Rose defeated Velvet. Um, <clears throat> Nothing was explained why she's getting a title match in this match, but 
I do understand why, you know, this is like a squash match and she dominated the the, the lady, um, the young woman. Um, so I get it. I just wish they uh, they just no build up to it. So got a feel of kind of a feeling that she is gonna lose this belt Saturday. So we'll see. Cody and the Gun Club versus the Dark Order. Cody and the Gun Club defeated the Dark Order. That's right. Um, yeah, this should have never been the main event of this match. Um, I think either the Belts versus Private Party or um, Moxley and Kingston could have ended the show. Um, this did not need to be part of the main event. But maybe it's telling a story leading into Saturday or leading into next Wednesday. We will find out. But it was a very, overall, it was a very good show. It was a very good show. AEW Dynamite delivered in their go-home show. So, <clears throat> I'm not mad at them. A lot of people are. I ain't. I'm not mad. Come on, we got some We got some AEW pay-per-view tonight. Come on, y'all. So I know I'm ready. As soon, I believe it's like at what, 8? Ooh. I'm... I got my snacks ready. Uh, I don't know. I might make some burgers. The weather's good out today. Think we're thinking about like I don't know. Maybe go to the park or something. I don't know. We'll go for a walk around the block. You know, let the boy go out, man. Because tough times, people. Tough times. You know, full gear. Full gear is it starts at uh, well, the pre-show starts at seven. Kickoff. Is at eight. So pay per views are sixty dollars. Bleacher Report Live is fifty. So it's gonna be good. Gonna be good. Um, I got a couple things to talk about. Couple things to talk about. Um. <clears throat> Let me see though. Um, NXT. Let's talk about some NXT people. Um, Ember Moon versus Dakota Kai, ladies and gentlemen. Dakai defeated Moon by pinfall. Um, this was a fun match. This was a very fun match. Um, I was actually surprised that Dakota Kai did beat Ember Moon though. Um. I was very surprised by this. Um, I, di I didn't see this coming that Dakota was going to beat Ember Moon. You know, Ember Moon's back. You know, I thought they're just going to keep the momentum going. But, I mean, it's not bad that she lost. She she looked great. So, um, I mean, when you got Raquel Gonzalez distracting her, yeah. It gets uh, hard. And, um, well... Ember Moon might need some backup, and maybe they're setting up for a war game for the woman. Who knows? This might be it. We'll see. Cameron Grimes versus Kushida. That's right. Uh, Kushida defeated Grimes by submission. Um, I'll tell you what, Cameron Grimes, man, he's gold. Even though he lost this match, he is gold. Um... <clears throat> And Kushida, I mean, for the past month or month month and a half, two months, he's just been on another level. Um, so this was a great match from both men. Um, I loved it, um, and I cannot wait to see what WWE has in store for these two men. Man, they're great, great talents, especially Grimes. Man, I mean, you you look at him, and no matter if he's getting buried or he's winning matches, he's just entertaining as they come. He's entertaining as heck, and I, lo I love it. I love it. Drake Maverick and Killian Dane versus Everrise. <clears throat> Maverick and Dane versus Everrise goes to a non-contest. 
Um, so, so what happened was, um, as the match was going on, uh, Pat McAfee arrived, Pete Dunn, only Lorcan, and Dan Birch. Um, you know, they made their way, way to the ring and laid out everyone. Laid out everyone. Um, but then McAfee cut a promo and paying tribute to Undisputed Era as it passed the torch to the kings of NXT. Um, you know, Pete Dunne said he explained that he still had not forgiven Roderick Strong for turning against him and joining Undisputed Era. I remember, yeah, I remember when that happened, I do. Um... And Lorcan and Birch were done with undisputed era, undisputed era, getting all the opportunities they deserved. Um, and but as the group walked out, Dane tried to get some revenge, but the men badly injured the Beast of Belfast, including Dunn booting the car door into Dane. This was great. And yes, the match didn't end in no contest, but as the kings of NXT... They did their thing. They did. They did. They did what they had to do. I I enjoyed it very much. It was very good. And this war games match that we're gonna see between the kings of NXT and Undisputed Era is gonna tear house down. It's gonna tear the house down. Then we had Shotzi Blackheart versus Tony Storm, and uh, Storm defeated Blackheart by pinfall. Um, <clears throat> this was, this was very good. Um, yes, was, uh, Shotzi a little, uh, reckless in the match? Yes, but she is a newcomer, people, and she's in, in there with new, uh, talent she's ever been in there, in there before as a Tony Storm, so, uh, you know, she's, she's learning, though, she's learning, um. I think this was a very good match and a very good story, and um, and we'll we'll see what happens with this. Cause look, Johnny Gargano was playing a board game with the figure and the screen mask as he put himself over as a history maker. That, <laughs> um. Shotzi was not happy about it as she charged to the ring without her tank. She was blaming Tony Storm for stealing it. Um, so that that was, yeah, weird. Um, yeah, Tony Storm is gonna steal your tank. Um, but then Candice LeRae appeared on the Titantron to tell Blackheart that she stole her tank. The distraction allowed Storm to stack her up for a three count. And afterward, Larray ran over Blackheart's tank with a truck. And Blackheart was inconsolable. Man. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. That 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 is. I mean, we kind of figured something like this was going to happen. Because, I mean, when Shotzi, you know, puts her... Her nose where it doesn't belong when Candice LeRae was supposed to win that championship, uh, that pat, uh, and that championship match against, uh, Yoshi Rai, maybe it would be all right. And then Jake Atlas goes after Lejado de Fantasma, and that as that can continues. That's right. That is right. Um, So, people, so, um, Jake Atlas attacked, uh, Wild and Mendoza with a steel pipe in front of Santos Escobar. Um, you know, he was gloating how he defeated, um, Atlas fair and square. And, well, Jakey didn't like that. (laughs) Um, and, um... For some reason, Timothy Thatcher keeps torturing the members of the Performance Center and live sessions of Thatch as Thatch can. 
Um, you know, he was injuring a man's elbow that nearly popped his ankle before Anthony Green attacked Thatcher and sent him running. Um, then Zia Lee, um, she was, she said that, um, the letter she received from Boa was from her family. So who knows? Maybe she had her back. I don't know. Not really, guys. We all know this is storyline material. But she got one from uh, General Manager William Regal and demanded a match against Raquel Gonzalez, who had dishonored her. Right? And then uh, Rhea Ripley gladly accepted Io Shirai's challenge. The Nightmare promised to leave 2020 the way she did in 2019 as NXT Women's Champion. All right. <clears throat> so interesting. Interesting. So I'm guessing we're getting Yoshi Rai versus uh, Rhea Ripley. Maybe at War Games or maybe before then. And then we had Tommaso Ciampa versus Velveteen Dream. This was also an interesting match. Um, it was very, it was very good. Um, um excuse me. Wow. Um. But yeah, it was good. Um, I liked it, and um, I'm happy Chompa won. That was NXT. NXT was also a very good show. Just like every week, guys. Every week, NXT and AEW deliver. Raw's there, and SmackDown has been delivering as of late. So, I love it. I love it. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about SmackDown, though. Sasha Banks beats Bayley, but a new threat emerges. That's right. The SmackDown Women's Championship was on the line. Sasha Banks defeated Bayley via submission. All right. Um, you know, as, as Banks, uh, excuse me, as Banks retained their championship, um, <clears throat> After after hitting the bank statement on Bailey, as she walked up the ramp, up the entrance ramp, she was met by a super kick from Carmella, who continued uh, to attack her and left Banks out cold. This is going to be amazing. This is going to be amazing. You know why? It's not because it's just Carmella. It's because we have a new Carmella, people. Like, who knows Who knows what we're going to see from this Carmella? Right? I mean, like, it's this is so good. This is going to be great, people. And I feel like this is going to be kind of be like a new and improved Carmella. Like a very dangerous one. Um, and it, it, it's, I feel like it's going to be a pretty good feud. Pretty good feud between the two. This could be. I don't think Carmella's going to win it now. Maybe in a few months could be. Yes. But it's a, it's a good challenger for Sasha. Till Bianca, Be till they they're ready for Bianca Belair to take it away from Sasha Banks, if everything falls in line, like Roman Reigns says. Um, Roman Reigns gets Jay Uso in line. Um, <clears throat> this was actually interesting. Um, you know, Jay Uso. Uh, and Kevin Owens were getting coffee backstage, and Owens made a joke saying, Paul Heyman should be getting Roman Reigns coffee, which led to Uso getting upset, saying his family's not a joke, blah, 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 blah. Um, he's the travel chief. No, I think uh, The Rock's the travel chief. I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, but now uh, Owens cooled things down and said he just wanted to talk to Uso as Survivor Series teammates and suggested he switch to DKF. But after a commercial break, Uso was interviewed backstage. Um, 
you know, he explained what he had to do, what he had to do. Um, you know, Daniel Bryan isn't family, obviously. We can see that. Um, but Heyman interrupted and asked if Reigns had approved the interview. But Uso did get mad again at Braxton for making jokes about Heyman having better standing in the family than Uso. And then Reigns was upset with Uso and Heyman later in the show saying Heyman should have known about the interview and Uso should have handled Owens for his disrespect. I'm not mad at this. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at this because um, as a tribal chief, yeah, you have to lay down the law. You people as, as the head of the family, you have to make sure the family stays in line and nobody really truly crosses them um, or disrespects the family. So that's what Roman is there for. And, um, it's going to be, this is the scary Jey Uso we're going to end up seeing. I will say that. Um, Jey Uso defeated Kevin Owens via pinfall after an Uso splash. Um, this match was Reigns idea though, um, to make things right after Owens earlier comments. Um, Reigns though, he set Heyman at to ringside and Uso up the aggression. Um, <laughs> as Owens looked to have the match in hand, Reigns' music hit, distracting the referee and allowing Uso to hit a low blow. Uso follow up moments later when with the Uso splash for the victory. And then um, Reigns met with Uso on the entrance ramp after the match in the duo pose to close the show. So, I mean, great storytelling. Great storytelling. I tell you, this Roman Reigns we got now, y'all. This Roman Reigns we got now is scary. It, <laughs> it's very scary. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Like, bro, I look, I'm like, who he talking to like that? He ain't talking to him. But yeah, this is the Roman Reigns we've always needed. We've always needed this Roman Reigns. And I love this Roman Reigns. I cannot wait to see what happens next in the story? I know they're saying Roman versus Daniel Bryan. Um, not mad at that. Um, I just want to see how they involve Jimmy into it. I know Jimmy eventually will be involved in the story, and I can't. I want to see what happens at Survivor Series too. It's going to be very interesting. Maybe Jimmy shows up at Survivor Series, and uh, um, you know they form the alliance there. Um, Survivor Series qualifying match. What else happened on SmackDown, right? King Corbin defeated Rey Mysterio via pinfall. That's right. Um, and then uh, also a Survivor Series qualifying match. Ruby Riot defeated Natalia and Zelina Vega via submission. Um, I feel like Zelina should have won that, but I think Zelina will have another shot to win it. Ruby Riot was kind of the, the the smart choice. She needs something to do. Um, the Street Profits tried to pump Big E for a scouting report on New Day, but Big E shot down the attempt ahead of Survivor Series. He tells the Profits if they lay down in the ring, they'll escape a, ba- a beating. <clears throat> Sorry. Not going to happen, Biggie. Not going to happen. You have to see your boys get this work. That's right. Also, another Survivor Series qualifying match. Seth Rollins defeated Otis via pinfall. Obviously, he would. I mean. And then Lars Sullivan huffed and puffed through another interview. (laughs) Oh, goodness. I don't see... I, I'm sorry. I don't see Lars, um, doing much in um. In WWE, nope. I don't think. I I just, 
Guys, I don't see it. I just, I do not see it. Not even when he was in NXT, did not see it. Not a big fan of him. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not a big fan of Lars Sullivan. I don't think I ever will be, to be honest. Just being real with y'all. All right. Um, <clears throat> trying to see. Uh, all right, we got AW uh, full year. We're gonna be talking about now. Before we talk about that, who went up and who went down this week? Um. Uh, uh, who went up this week? I mean, so many people. So many people. But you know who I'm gonna give it to? Really? To be honest, I'm gonna give it to Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Yes, that promo. I mean, that promo was so good. I seen it this morning before doing the podcast. I was like, it's just incredible. So I'm gonna give it to them. I'm definitely. That's who went up this week. But who went down this week? That is right, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. Um, I mean, we can look at so many people who went down this week. And I'm just going to say, I am just, I'm just going to say, I am just going to say, people, the peop- the person, actually, who went down this week would have to be Kevin Owens. Really? Decaf? Ugh. How can you drink decaf coffee? You might as well just... Just not drink coffee. You make me sick. Ugh. Ugh. And then, show of the week, baby. That's right. Um, Next week, it'll probably be AEW Full Gear. But as of this week, it wasn't SmackDown, sadly. Um, as SmackDown, yes, SmackDown was good. You know, Reigns and, and Oofs and uh, Bailey and Sasha, Carmella. You know, you had uh, the Street Profits. All good stuff. All good stuff. Um. You know, the, the Mysterio and Rollins and Murphy had a uh, storyline. Um, was it great? Yes. But it didn't make it. didn't make it. It did not make the cut, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Raw, yes, was the storyline between Orton. Orton, um, The Fiend, The Miz, and McIntyre. Great. Yes. But that might be the only thing I look forward to when I see Monday Night Raw. Now we look at, we look at NXT. Oh, great television. I mean, the kings of NXT are must-see. Just imagine when the Undisputed Era return for their revenge. It's going to be great. It's going to be huge. Not only that, not only that, people, but think about this, right? Let this sink in. AEW, Moxley and uh and uh in uh Kingston, MJF and Jericho, right? Um Cody and who knows who, right? Um Pac returning soon. Um great, it's great television, people. Great television. So with that being said, the show of the week goes to AEW Dynamite this week. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. So give a round of applause. AEW did the thing. You know, so much WWE television. I don't always give AEW the credit they deserve. Um, but they do deserve it. I'm sorry. They deserve every every ounce of credit. And I apologize if I always don't give them it. There's just with so many. I mean, just think about it. you got you can have two WWE pay-per-views, um, Saturday and Sunday. You can have Raw Monday, you can have NXT Wednesday, and then Friday Night SmackDown. In the AEW, you can have only two shows a week, which are AEW Dynamite Wednesdays, and then the pay-per-view Saturday. So, I, it's just, but I, they're definitely going to be start getting more credit from now. I do apologize for that. I do apologize. Um, now, let's look, I want to look at my favorite pay-per-view of AEW history as, as we're going into Full Gear, because I feel like Full Gear... Could be on my list coming up. Um, could be on my list coming up, and um, it would be 
AEW Double or Nothing 2019. For Hangman Page um, eliminated MJF to become the the, uh, the number one contender, right? Yeah, a number first shot at AEW's uh, AEW World Championship, um, right? You had that. You had Kip Sabian, Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara, right? You had that. Um, you had SCU versus Strong Hearts. Um, you also had Kylie Ray versus Nyla Rose versus Britt Baker versus Awesome Kong. That's right, people. You had that. You had Best Friends versus Angelico and Jack Evans. You had Hikaru Shida, Rio at Abe, Ryo Mizunami versus Ajakong, Yuka Sakazaki, and Emi Sakura. Um, you had Cody versus Dustin Rhodes. My match of the night, personally. I thought this tore the house down. Absolutely amazing. Um, you had the AEW Championship presentation by Bret Hart, right? You had the Triple A World Tag Team Championships on the line between the Young Bucks and the Lucha Bros. Phenomenal match. Phenomenal match. And you had Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. And after the match, when Chris Jericho wanted to, wanted, uh, what did he say he wanted? I'm trying to remember. Uh, <clears throat> I think he said he wanted appreciation or thank you, something like that. And John Moxley deb- debuted and attacked both Jericho and Omega to end the show. Now that's some booking. That's how you book a show, people. <laughs> but yeah, that was. That's my favorite uh, AEW pay-per-view of all time um, as of now. Full Gear, I'm telling you, Full Gear could be in that conversation. I mean, we're about to look at um, Full Gear from last year, the uh, the match card, and we're going to compare it to this year's. Yes, we're in a pandemic era, but that doesn't mean we can't have great storytelling, great pro wrestling. That does not mean we can't have any of that, people. I mean... AEW, if anybody could pull it off in a pandemic era, it's W, uh, sorry, it's, uh, AEW. WWE has not lift up to, lift, lift, uh, lived up to their expectations, sadly. And I, I'm, I'm gonna be the one to say it. They have not. If you think, alright, SmackDown, yes, and certain pay-per-views, yes, but compared to AEW, people, AEW has been tearing houses down, bruh. I'm like, what? So, I mean, that's that's how I see it. You guys might see it totally differently, but I see it like that. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And there's rumors, you know. There's, I'm just gonna say, there's rumors, and you know, in every AEW pay per view or even show, you gotta wonder. Who's gonna debut? Who's gonna return? What what's gonna what's gonna happen, right? On this uh on this show, especially AEW pay-per-view. We've seen it plenty of times. And I'm just gonna say if this person shows up, people people are gonna go crazy. I, I, I can guarantee you that. People will go crazy. I actually kinda forgot I kinda forgot this week. There's so many things uh, going on that uh, AEW Full Gear was tonight, actually. Not today, but earlier this week. I was like, oh, snap, AEW got a pay-per-view this week. I was like, I knew there was something. I just couldn't, you know, um, figure it out. But let's... uh, Matter of fact, let's... um, Let's talk about AEW Full Gear 2019. I don't, I don't want to give too much away of what could happen. I do not want to do that. So let's uh, let's talk about last year's AEW Full Gear 2019 and this year's as well. 
right, so we look at AEW Full Gear 2019. The buy-in presented us with Dr. Britt Baker versus Bia uh, Prestley. Um, where we see in a Baker defeat defeater. Um, very good opener. Uh, we got the Young Bucks versus Proud and Powerful. Proud and Powerful did defeat the uh the Young Bucks. Um, that was to open up uh the show and it was a great match. Um, we also had um Adam Hangman Page versus Pac. We seen uh Page defeat Pac on in that one. Um. Joey Janela versus Sean Spears. Spears defeated Janela. Um, AEW Tag Team Championship match. SCU versus Private Party versus the Lucha Bros. Um, SCU defeated the Lucha Bros and the Private Party. Um, then AEW Women's Championship match. Riho versus Emi Sakura. Uh, Riho defeated Sakura. Um, AEW World Championship match, Cody versus Chris Jericho. If Cody were to lose this, he will never be able to compete for AEW World Championship ever. Um, and Jericho did defeat Cody via referee, referee stoppage. Um, and then lights out match, John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. And uh, Moxley defeated Omega. So very good pay-per-view. Very good. It was very entertaining. Um, most of them, there was only probably like one or two matches that kind of disappointed. And not just disappointed, but um, they don't lift, lift up to expectations. But uh, we look at the match card for this year where we have the AEW World Championship on the line. John Moxley will defend it against Eddie Kingston in an I quit match. That's right. I see John Moxley wins. Um, I believe John Moxley wins. You know, they were talking about his mom like uh, a lot. Um, Kingston's mom. What if, right? Eddie Kingston is not saying I quit. And his mom comes out. And maybe he sees her and is like, all right, I quit, I quit. I can't do this. I can't do this to my mom. Or Moxley. Kind of like, hey, look, your mom's there. Don't make me do something I don't want to do. And he's like, all right, all right, I quit, I quit, I quit. Something like that. I don't know. Something We'll see, people. Something like that. We'll see. Um, the AEW Tag Team Championships were on the line. Will be on the line. Sorry, FTR versus the Young Bucks. I believe the Young Bucks. I believe they will win. Um, hey, yeah, let the Young Bucks have the championship for a while. But um, yeah, because the Young Bucks lose, um, they can't um. Compete for the championship ever again. So, hey, we'll see. Maybe FTR does win. Who knows? Or maybe it ends in a no contest, but they're not WWE, so I don't think they would do that. Um, the AEW TNT Championship will be on the line. Cody versus Darby Allen. <clears throat> I believe Cody will win unless the person that's supposed to... Um, Make a surprise appearance um, at AEW uh, Full Gear tonight. Cost is Cody his championship. Um, and then the AEW World Title World Title Eliminator Tournament Finals: Kenny Omega versus Adam Hangman Page. I say, uh, I say Adam. Uh, hmm, that one's. I'm going to say um, Kenny Omega wins. Kenny Omega wins. Um, then, uh, the AEW Women's Championship would be on the line. Hikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose. I say Nyla Rose defeats Hikaru Shida. Um, Chris Jericho versus MJF. If MJF wins, he'll be allowed in the inner circle. As with other stipulations on this card. This is... Um, 
going to be huge. Um, I say MJF wins. I think he'll be in the inner circle. I do believe that. Um, and then Matt Hardy versus Sam, Sammy Guevara in an elite deletion match. I believe uh, Matt Hardy will win this. Um, then you have Orange Cassidy versus John Silver. I say Orange Cassidy wins. Um, and then you got the ND NWA Women's World Championship. You got Serena Deeb versus Alice Allison K. By and pre-show, I believe Serena Deeb will retain her NWA Women's World Championship. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it, it, it seems like it's a more stacked card, but um, I mean, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how it all ends up. Um, it could go many different ways, but I think this will be better than last year's. Um. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see, people. Um, don't forget, um, I don't know if you guys seen, but The Undertaker is set to set for Final Farewell at Survivor Series. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that all goes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is, uh, this is the end of the podcast. I thank you guys for listening to the podcast, and I will see you guys next week. This is Husband, Father, Three. Two, one, podcaster. You are listening to. You are listening to Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. See you guys next week.